Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another installment of Magic Mac, the show all about the magic that is the Mac computing system. Uh, so we are coming here on a, on a lovely, at least for me, a kind of a frigid, somewhat frigid uh, Wednesday evening here. And um, I'd like to welcome aboard my two awesome co-hosts that come on and, and uh, keep me looking good every week by keeping me honest, Jason Castangue and Katie Frederick. Hey, hey, good to be here. And, Thank and by you the both. way, it was actually really warm here today for October, so that's kind of interesting that we got a switch. <laughs> yeah, we've got the we've had the uh, the the windy with the lake effect coming off it. So well, we need to build an arc here soon. You're getting a lot of rain. Are you? Wow. I mean, it's not that bad, but it's been raining and cloudy the last couple of days. So I'm ready for some vitamin D sunshine anytime now. Right. We had, <laughs> we had, we had thunderstorms yesterday, which was nice. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, let's uh, let's dig into this. So, um, so we're going to be talking about uh, a couple different things tonight, and uh, I decided to start off the show with. Um, we we had talked. Somebody had brought this up a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe a little longer than that, but talking about how it is one of the most frustrating things when you get that infamous busy, <laughs> you know, you get that, you're, you're trying to do something and it says, you know, your, your program, busy. like finder, busy, 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 right? <laughs> exactly. Busy. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, and so you're getting red faced, you know, busy. you're sitting there, you're gripping the side <laughs> of it. The window is looking like a really good option at that point. Um, and that thing is just sitting there hanging like a Florida Chad. Busy. Busy. <laughs> so how do we deal with that, right? So it's going to take the most easiest. I'm going to tell you how to, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be so amazingly fun at how easy this is. It's going to re, it's going to take three and possibly four fingers and not, not the one finger you really want to use when you hear that sound. <laughs> so, so you, we're going to talk about what's called the force quit. So this is essentially, it's kind of like the command or the, the uh, alt control delete on a windows, even though some people say, well, no, it's not like that. I tell you it is. It's my comparison to it. So if you use command option escape, it is going to bring up a popover called the force quit popover or the the force quit dialog box or the force quit window. And it is a table of all the programs you have running at that moment. And you find the offending one by doing a VO right arrow over to the table, uh, interact with the table, VO down arrow to find the program. And then you can do one of two things. Um, you can either uh, VO right arrow over to the force quit um, uh, or and and or and it, you'll hear this says on that it says force quit default, and that means you can just hit the enter button, your return key, and it will quit the program. So that is the easy way to stop the busy, busy. That is a very helpful thing, busy. Right now, if you want to skip that dialog box and just go straight to the meat of the problem, oh yeah, you add one more finger. Mm -hmm. You take that same command and just add the shift key. So option 
Command Shift Escape as your focus. Make sure you're focused on the right on the right application because yes. you don't want to you don't want to quit the wrong one because it's gonna it's going to do it without um, without uh, saving anything you've done. I so. actually did not know this, so I'm learning something new. Ooh. Oh, cool. So see yeah. these 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 acrobatic things like this whole shift command they're they're hard if you have smaller hands on these keyboards sometimes it's like okay how do I place my fingers but it's mm. good to know it's it's like those uh you know and, and I think you you play the piano right Jason yes so yeah so that that time you know when you got to do yeah. reachovers when you got to play mm-hmm. a playing chord on your left hand you got to reach over and hit something on a lower octave with your right hand mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. or, or the other way around you, you right kinda, you kind of yeah exactly either that or it looks like you're flashing gang signs in you know like downtown la yeah well it's it's interesting i kind of do like a mash with that one it's like okay i got my three fingers on the right here with the command option shift and oh, yeah, the left one doing the escape escape yeah so what i also do is in that case i also use the caps lock shift instead of trying to do the two so i do a caps lock shift and then reach over and use whenever i have those like for inter like for interacting Mm -hmm. or uninteracting stuff like that i always just use the the caps lock and shift because they're sitting one on top of the other yeah right yeah it makes uh, that easier i've not had as much luck with the caps lock key um with with like acting as vo key as i would like so that's oh, probably just me, I'm sure. I'll use the I'll use that one for example, you know, VO key uh D brings up your your dock. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I just yeah, I just you know VO this with my pinky on the caps lock and D on your my index yeah. on the D. Yeah. Nice. Instead of trying to do the two fingers and yeah, it's well, just, see this is this is Apple's way of telling me I need a new Mac, see. So you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well it's so a it's, sign. Right, it's a sign. Yeah. So so the so the 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 that that that's a, that's an interesting thing because you know we got last week uh, a week ago yesterday we got the, mm-hmm. the the next version of the Apple event which was uh, the new iPhones and I think didn't they do didn't they talk about the Air Tags as well No no Air Tags I did not no. I did not watch that one unfortunately Air Tags no. are a figment of your imagination Tyson uh, Is that what that is um, They announced a HomePod Mini That's what it was and four new iPhones. So, and a really reasonably priced one too for that one, the iPhone 12 mini. Yes, that one sounds really cute. It's probably a good thing I can't go to a store right now. Because otherwise, again, you know, I just pick it up. Oh, it's so cute. You know, they're really embracing this whole mini like line of products <laughs> the the apple pod mini the the apple or the the iBook mini, you know, whatever they're going to come up with next, they're going to put a mini to it. Um, so yeah, but that means that come November next month, we're probably going to have the third and final installment of the Apple events, which is going to, which is going to affect us more than anything. Where they're going to talk about OS, uh, the new OS and the new Mac line with the silicones, which we've discussed ad nauseum here because it's fun too. Um, By the way, the rumor, according to my my awesome geeky podcast which is, um, I've mentioned it here before, but it's called Mac Break Weekly. And it's every Tuesday. So yesterday's edition um, was featured. There's a there's tentative rumors that the next Apple event will be on November 17th, but no one knows for sure. So You know, you know what that means. That, mean, that means we're, we're, we're crossing our fingers that, that Apple will give us like a really cool 
Black Friday deal for Mac computers, mm. then yeah. you could put it in your cart there, Katie. Right, right. <laughs> well, no, they'll just they'll discount their their older ones and not the new ones. See, I know, <sighs> yeah. but Protest they will give you um, they will give you spread out payments with no interest on your. I Apple know, card. but I I don't need it. But but it's so tempting. It's like a carrot, you know. Here, <laughs> I know. I didn't need it either, but I got it. <laughs> And look Here, what just I have now. Look at this. Yeah. You know you would want you like it. a HomePod Mini with that too? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure you would. It's it's only it's only twenty dollars <laughs> off the regular price. <laughs> Jason, are, uh, the are you the bargain? Can't find it anywhere what a, else. What a bargain. Jason, what are <laughs> yes. you doing about your MacBook Pro? Are you getting another? I missed it if you talked about that. I have not. Um I didn't get to talk about it on this program, I don't think, but um my my MacBook is a 2016 model, and it's got the touch bar and the four USB-C ports. And over time, and I'm not sure when this started happening, but the the body of it, the casing, has become a little bit like warped, so it doesn't lay flat on a table. And my keyboard is... Mm. It, it's got letters that double sometimes and autocorrect fixes it most of the time but boy if i didn't have autocorrect my people what are you typing you know what are you doing There's <laughs> double letters here and there and stuff going on <laughs> so um i have an external keyboard it's a also an apple keyboard connected to it and it works fine um i called apple care about it and they said you know we we do have notes on on your account and we do have problems with that model's keyboard and at the time i wasn't noticing the the weird shape of the body of it but i it was the beginning of covid-19 i didn't want to have to send my computer in and now i could probably take it to a store but um i'd probably have to make an appointment or something i i haven't done anything about it yet and it still works fine as long as i use an external keyboard but something needs to be checked because uh misshapen case especially if no and especially especially if um i'm thinking if it's a battery swelling that's definitely that's really bad Mm. oh well who knows yeah maybe maybe this is that sign because that sign is time for something new right no interest payments exercise that apple card and 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 how much trading could you get on that yeah because they get they get pretty healthy trade-in that's true um but yeah, well, I'll have to check that has, out too. If it has a condition, I don't know. Yeah. But still, I mean, a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks or 200, whatever they it, would exa- give. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If you get like yeah. a couple hundred bucks for that thing, that'd be, yeah. That, yeah. that takes care of a lot. It takes care of a couple of payments at least. Right. For sure. So, yeah. well, all right, guys, let's jump into mm-hmm. uh, to the meat of what we're going to talk about tonight. So we've been talking about a lot of basic stuff for, for, for the, the, the time of the program, but we're going to do a little bit more meteor. Um, portion of of the program tonight and we got teased a couple weeks ago with katie talking about ulysses and so i said let's talk about that tonight and so i'm gonna turn the the virtual floor over to her and let her tell us about the wonder that is ulysses sure so um thank you tyson and um you know, feel free, you or Jason or anyone to, to chime in. Um, I want this to be informal. Um, I, you know, I don't have, uh, I didn't write anything or, or you know, well, prepare so, a lot. But So let's start out. What, what sure. is Ulysses? So Ulysses is a, it's a word 
processing app um, that, but it can, it can do, it's, it's more powerful than that, but, but at its core, it's, it's a way to, to use the Mac as a word processor. And what you can do in Ulysses is you can use a language called Markdown. And Tyson, I happen to know you've been researching this, this topic. Yes, I have been. Yes. I love Markdown. Yeah, so I thought we could maybe start out with a little discussion on Markdown and maybe kind of get get people to understand, you know, what what it is and how you can use it because it's really cool um, the things you can do with it. And it's it's really it's been around a while in terms of, of you know word processing and things, but it's a really easy, effective way to create very accessible documents that you can then, you know, export to Word or PDF or EPUB if you need to within Ulysses. Mm-hmm. So, um, why don't we so, why don't we start off with by talking about Markdown? So yeah, so where I where I first came across that term was in college, um, when I would go in and and start ranting and raving about the fact that some PDF that was sent out from an instructor was not uh, was not accessible, and they said, "Oh, we just got to we just got to do the Markdown on it." And, you know, you scratch your head going, well, what did I mean? To me, Markdown was always like, you know, I'm going to get a product Markdown in price <laughs> from a store. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, that's, that's where I first came across that term. And uh, it, it is a way of, yeah, it is a way of um, marking the document so that it has like accessibility tags, I guess is the best word. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason? I kind of think of it as formatting text but in a very plain text way so that when yeah. you run it through this translator, it turns into really nice, you know, right. um, accessible, you know, word or HTML um, uh, formatted text. So you can, for example, you know, if you're writing a document and we were, I was going to screen share, but um, the, my, my Mac security settings prevented me from doing so um, without, without quitting zoom and restarting. So that's whatever. Where's that force quit? And I got the busy signal too along the way. So <laughs> um, <laughs> that aside, um, you know, essentially um, when we talk about this stuff, if you're thinking, you know, gosh, you know, what, what do you mean? You know, a heading, what is all this stuff? So, you know, oftentimes again, the, the markdown text just makes it easier to navigate. So if you're in a, if you open up Ulysses and, you know, press the command N you're going to be put in a new sheet and that's essentially like you're writing canvas. So you can start writing. So you can press shift and the number three, um, which becomes the pound sign or the number sign. And you would press the space bar and then start typing like, what is, you know, what is marked down? That's your heading level one. And so when you then go to export the document into Word or HTML or something like that, it would keep that heading structure. So it's, it's, you know, you're building, you're building this, you know, from the ground up so that when you go to put, put the document in another form, all of your, all of your markdown goes with it. It makes it a really nice accessible piece Mm -hmm. to submit. So the, the number signs or the pound signs are how you differentiate headings so if you want to make a heading level two, for example, you do two number signs or pound signs, then a space, and then you start typing your text. Three is, is three number signs. So yeah, so heading level yeah. three. Right. 
So nesting head, nesting heading levels. Yes, which is you know what you would do for the accessibility best practices mm-hmm. for things. Um, and then if you want, you you know you can then um, you know once you once you have the headings, you can then start you know writing paragraphs and or making lists if you wish. And what I really like about it is um, you know our friends in Word. Uh, you know, they, once you start a list, it's like, Oh, don't you want to keep going with those bullets? You don't want 50 of them. And so exactly, um, you, you, have know, to, you have to enter five different right, times right. just to get out of your right. List. Exactly. But with Ulysses, if you want to do a bulleted list, you, you know, start on the line, you press your, your, I'm always going to get this wrong, your hyphen or your dash key, um, the hyphen key. And then you space and type, type your first list item. Now I do have it turned on where it's called smart, um, like smart markdown or something. So it will, once I hit enter, it will create another, another bullet for me. But if I'm, when I'm finished with my list, I simply just have to backspace that last bullet out. If I, if I don't want another bullet and I just start, you know, typing something new and it takes it, it doesn't get all weird. You know, it's, it's, again, it's basically a simple way to, to format a document and have it look good when you when you go to you finally get send to something an email or right to the publishing publish side of it yeah right and so Ulysses you know it's and there's a lot so I mean you know full disclosure I'm not an expert I've I've learned about it from from hearing other people talk about it I've read you know read their help files which are very extensive um, one thing to know is that Ulysses is an app that you that you pay for. But um, it's worth it. It gets regular updates. The developers are responsive, and they've done a lot of work to make this accessible with Voiceover. Right um, now, I, it, I, on that side of it, um, I will say that I was looking at it today uh, in the App Store and all that, and they moved it from a legacy one-time to a, a subscription-based. Yes. So it is either six dollars a month or fifty dollars a year. Right. And I don't even remember, I think I did the, the yearly model. Um, I mm. think, or maybe I, I don't think I bought it outright. I don't remember. I've used it for, you know, several, a, a, a good while now. So mm-hmm. I'm sure once I get the lovely reminder from Apple that I need to, <laughs> that I, that it's going <laughs> to auto renew, I will remember, remember how I charged it. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think, you know, there are some, there is some argument about, well, you know, I just want to buy an app and have it on my computer. Well, I mean, that's fine, but, you know, the reality is, is with some of these subscription-based models, you can get more updated features and stuff. Um, now, one thing, too, about Ulysses, it only works on Apple products. So it only works on the Mac, the iPhone, the iPad. And yes. it does work well. I've used it on all of those devices. So I've I've created documents on all of them within and, the app. And again, with, with, uh, with iCloud sharing and... and yes. Uh, connective crossover you just what you do on one transfers over to the other one so if you've got a if you were let's say let's say you're going to work on something uh, in a meeting and you're working on your phone or on the bus or in a in an uber and you got to just real quickly do something to it and when you get back it's on your mac or it's on your ipad or whatever it is you're working on it's available with what you just did virtually instantly so I, I love that feature that, 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 again, that's, that's one of my high, high sell points with Mac products. Yes. Handoff is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ulysses, so it's, you know, you can organize your documents. So say you're working on a project, 
you could put, you know, you can create folders within the app and organize your things. I am, <laughs> I am not that way. So I just have kind of everything in my inbox. And, you know, for me right now that's working. Um, but I, I may come to a point where I, where I get more organized with the app. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> you know, that's just my personal preference. So when you, you know, when you open the app, you, you land on the, there's a, there's a toolbar and with some buttons. And then if you view right, you'll get into the table, um, in, into your, uh, into your library. And so mm-hmm. that's where you can select your sheets or add a new sheet or things like that. So, does uh being that i've never i don't have this app on on my system uh does it have templates built into it like the way other word processor types do um it doesn't have templates per se but you can export to like word styles and things so that it will retain um it's called like you know swiss knife i think is the export style you there are different styles you can choose to export Mm -hmm. and things um but in terms of, of you know, templates, I think they <clears throat> try to not do those so much so that you can kind of do what you want or need to do with the markdown and things um, is, is, you know, kind of how I think, I think that they have that set up. But, you know, when you, when you open the, the app, there is a, a section called your learn Ulysses. And so that, you know, they give, like I said, there was really good help in tutorials and their, their online help is really good. Um, that's where I've gone in the beginning when I, when I was like, what is this? Because again, I didn't really know Markdown. I'm like, oh, but after just doing some reading online, um, I just, you know, taught so myself. So they show some good examples? Yes. Oh, and, great. And there are, um, there are examples. And then there are, you know, even if you just Google, like, what is Markdown or how do I, you know, because there are a lot of different apps that use Markdown, actually. Um, mm-hmm. It's a pretty, you know, pretty well-known thing. Um, That's what I like about it. I mean, you could be in your basic text-only editor, and yes. you could write a smashing markdown document and bring it into Ulysses, uh, Ulysses, mm-hmm. Ulysses, <laughs> Ulysses, um, <laughs> and uh, and um, make it look awesome. You know, export it mm-hmm. to the um, document of your choice. Right. And again, for me, you know, I I can also open Word, um, you know, Word files in Ulysses if I want. Um, so that's, that's always a really helpful feature. Um, you know, to me, I find um, sometimes Word or Pages on the Mac uh, to be a little bit quirky. So I prefer to keep, you know, put things in Ulysses and just, you know, make it a little bit simpler. So um, I've certainly found it to be a really good product- productivity tool for me. I, I create, you know, most of my documents, if not all of them, get created in Ulysses. Um, I did notice with the, with the latest version that they put out, that I used to be able to choose to export something to Word and then I could send it in the body of an email, but now I seem to only be able to attach it. So um, mm. that's kind of a, I'm like, oh, where'd my send button? Because, you know, sometimes I don't want to send, I don't want to have to send an attachment, but if I want someone to be able to see the actual document with headings and things, I, I um, you know, would want to do right. that. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. sad that that seems to have gone. The, the latest update um, d- did make some changes in regards to kind of some of the export side. I mean, you can, you know, it's still very easy to do, but I just noticed that was a change that seemed to be missing or seemed mm-hmm. to be modified. So if you bring in, let's say we bring in a word document, can you tell it to show it to you in Markdown, mm-hmm. like do a reverse kind of thing on it? So it 
shows you all the formatting in a way that's easy to understand? I, not that I know of, but now I'm curious. Um, I, I simply, I've really not cool. tried that. That would be cool. Cause then you could, I mean, most of the documents I see don't usually have formatting in them. So yeah. <laughs> maybe that's part of it, but, um, but I don't think I've seen any with it, but you know, again, it is really nice, you know, when I have to put out meeting agendas and things like that, that I really do want to look, to look nice. Um, and right. I, and I don't want to fuss with, with again, you know, word or pages or something. And, you know, there is, you know, there is text edit on the Mac, which, um, I don't know if you guys have covered that since I got we on. Not yet. Yeah. That's another, um, that's another good app that's, that's built into the Mac. Um, yep. It's got a lot so, of good features right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's just, it's good to have options and, you know, I mean, people have written books in Ulysses. So recently there was an author who wrote a book, um, during the pandemic, um, about, about the iPhone in Ulysses and it's, you know, the whole book and, and that's how he created it. So, you know, you can do different things like, you know, you could have, um, each, you know, each sheet could be a page or, you know, you can, you can like combine sheets or split sheets. So if you wanted to copy, you know, move text from, from one, one page to another, it's, it's really easy to do. And again, I don't know all the features because I, I simply haven't had to use them, but I know that the app is, is really full, you know, full featured. And, um, I just haven't had it, had a, a reason to use them, but, but, um, you know, if you're, if you're doing any kind of, you know, if you've ever thought about like maybe blogging or, you know, writing something for a blog or have your own blog or, um, that's where, know. that's where that really came up for me. And, and what I was looking at today and doing and looking more into this app is it really came across as a blogging tool, mm-hmm. which I thought was funny because it didn't, it didn't so much go into the word documentation and PDF right. creation. Mm-hmm. It mentioned it almost as like a, a byline. Right. Um, it really talked about, about blogging and even in Apple, this is uh, entry. Mm-hmm. On, it's listed as a blogging tool. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think again, it's it's a writing, you know, writing, blogging, whatever. Um, there are there are other apps that are out there. Um, there's one that I also looked at called um, ScribD, I believe. Um, that's another similar app that you know people kind of had a debate about. Oh, which is better, and you know all this you know stuff. It's um, they're really very similar. It's again kind of a markdown type app that you know you can export things to and from, but. Um, I just, I knew of people who had used Ulysses and, and really gave it, you know, favorable reviews in the past. And so, um, that's, that's why I went with that. But, um, you know, again, for me, it, it meets my needs and, and, um, I, I enjoy working with it and it's just, it's just another, you know, tool to have in our toolbox, I think. And so, um, it's a really clean option. Okay. Processing. Well, uh, um, I got one more question. Then we're going to take some. We're going to take some questions. But um, so, can you? I know everyone like like the big thing in the accessibility community is, is PDFs. Mm-hmm. You know, we get PDFs that are inaccessible all over the place, and and a lot of that comes down to the fact that they are a lot of them are just scanned scanned images. Right. Um, and they turn them into a PDF and say, "Hey, look, we made a PDF," and it's like, "Well, no, you just." change the format of the picture but um can you can you bring in an an inaccessible pdf and make it accessible through using markdown and editing it 
Have you done that, or are you, um, it's possible? I have not done it. I haven't um, either. Barge download completed. Oh dear. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, sounds like someone's downloading something. Um, I have not done that, but I do know that, you know, again, I think with some of those PDFs, especially if it is a scanned image or something, that would not work. Um, mm-hmm. But if if it were just an untagged PDF that needed some, some tagging, um, that's a really good, really, really good question. And I... Um, I mean, somebody, I mean, if you had somebody who were, who, you know, I'm I'm just going to put this out there and, and do a, a poor man's copyright by putting it on the air, but that would make a great business to, if you could say like, look, I'm, that's, that's what I do is I just make your inaccessible PDFs accessible and yeah, send them and, back to you. And I honestly don't know because I know like within Adobe, it's hard because the tags tree is inaccessible. Right. Um, but so with this, so I, I honestly don't attention. know. Now, now I'm really curious. Now I, I was looking, I was actually, cause I knew where you were going with that question. And so I was trying to find a PDF that I could see, but of course I, you know, well, and when it's, on the fly, but when it's one of those PDFs where the image is just scanned into it, it's like, Oh, you got to find a way to perform OCR on it. Yeah. And there are a number of programs that will do that. Um, but I, I'm not well versed in them because when I, <laughs> When I get an excess inaccessible PDF, I'm just okay. I just move right along. I, I I get very impatient with them. I don't try to figure out what they are. Well, right. I got one at work the other day that um, I have to figure out what it is. No. It's yeah. not an image, thankfully, but it's an untagged PDF form, so it's kind of special. Um, no. And that's putting it mildly. That's so, that's when that's when I always move over to my Windows <laughs> PC because because I hate. Well, no, I, I'm on the Windows. I mean, this is at work, so I'm on my Windows PC. Right. Um, but still, yeah, the Mac and PDFs aren't the greatest. I will say that. Um, mm. I use a program for, for PDFs on the Mac called DocuScan Plus, and that is made by um, Serotech, and that one does really good OCR. That's the best mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mac app that I've used. I think, um, I think maybe we'll put that in the, in the file for like revisit later on, on PDF. Yeah. Uh, that's, PDF that's a really good one. Um, well, one I, thing that I will say though, is that, I mean, it may be different now with windows 10, but um, it seemed like Mac had PDF support built right into the OS. Whereas with windows, you had to download Adobe Acrobat reader. Um, and that may be different now, but at least if there was an accessible PDF on the Mac, you could read it. Yes, preview is good. Preview yeah, is yeah. pretty good. Exactly. Yeah, preview worked really well, or it mm-hmm. still does, I should say. It still does, but again, um, it's it is. I I'd love to see them. Um, if you're listening, Apple, I'm sure they are, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I I'd love to see you know some kind of OCR AI built into Previewer, right? Because I mean that could be huge. Because if would. you know if I didn't have to use another app. Um, I wouldn't if I, you know, if I didn't. Have yeah, to. if you could, if you could, if they could build it in, or mm-hmm. just build it into the voiceover. Right. Yeah. Just like you know, like like they have like, the smart OCR through Jaws. Through Jaws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's let's go ahead and uh, take some questions because I think we got a couple okay. hands up. Yes, you do. Um, just may say, let me apologize. I did go through and mute everybody except for those who were not to be muted. Since you were talking, I knew you couldn't make any racket. I don't think. <laughs> anyway, so Cheryl, if you would like to unmute yourself, please. Thank you. Hi, guys. Thanks hey, a lot. Um, hi. Um, can you import, and maybe I missed it, but can you say I'm working in pages and, Word, and you can export that as a Word document. Can I then import that, a Word document 
into Ulysses? Because that's, I haven't figured out how to do that. Or can you do that? Or you have to start in Ulysses with a document? So if you're, if you have a Word document that you want mm-hmm. to view, if you, you know, if, if it's like in your finder, if you use your context menu and open it, one of the options is open with, and that's a sub menu. And you mm-hmm. can choose open with Ulysses. Okay. All yes. right. I just, yeah, I didn't know if you had mm-hmm. done that or not. So, okay. A lot. That's yes. it. Because again, Wonderful. it's easier to read them and on all kinds of things. So, yeah, so yes, Great. That's, that's what okay. I Okay. And you find the spell checking in there is very good? It is. Um, it, it actually corrects a lot of my silly mistakes. So, um, <laughs> it, it that's does where I'm well. having, yeah, a lot of people yes. have, have said that's better than Grammarly. And I find Grammarly is not really user friendly. So, that's why I'm you know, leaning towards the Ulysses. So thanks. All right. Sure. We'll, we'll try it and see. Thank you All so right. much, you guys. Yeah. Fabulous. Take care. Okay. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't see. Okay. Don't count Debbie. I, I don't see anybody else with a raised hand. Uh-huh. All right. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, don't worry. Um, everybody has to get warmed up. It takes that yeah. first person. <laughs> well, I mean, we've we've kind of covered a you know a lot in a in a short time. I know you know if if people are curious, I like I said, I I do really encourage people to to do you know do some googling. I mean, that's what I did honestly, even before I decided to purchase Ulysses, um, because there are you know some good options, and, and like we said, you know, if you want to learn more about the you know markdown and and you know <clears throat> how it could work or how it could help you. Um, you can just you know, there's there are a lot of good resources for learning the basics of that um, as well. So um, you know I think it's I think it's um, there are just a lot of neat opportunities to learn. And um, you know I'm really glad that these these kind of apps exist because I think you know again for you know providing people an easy way to get get content out, which right. you know I mean goodness knows we don't have enough accessible stuff out there so yeah i just i wish i wish corporate america would become more open to to max agreed mm. you know yeah. we're so windows based and, mm-hmm. and and within the windows base we're so you know everybody has priority software that you know so much yeah. of it is inaccessible <laughs> you get in there, and you know, I, I I can't tell you how many times I hear people talk about, "Well, I went for this job, and you know, it's yeah. their their software isn't accessible." Right. And you're like, "Well, what is it?" And there's some they name off some weird piece of software, and it's like, "Oh, it's a priority one just for them. They were made." Okay. Right. Now, I will say on the Windows side, there's a neat app that I learned about recently, and I know we're not a Windows show, but I just want to mention it for um, folks. I know there are some Windows apps. Um, or programs that that you can also do markdown. So I don't know about if any of them export, you know, into Word or things like that. But um, if you need something on the Windows side, it might might be worth mm-hmm. looking into. Um, mm-hmm. But but yes, again, you know, the Mac um, just seems to have a lot of these these really good options. And you know, when it comes to you know to formatting things, I mean, I've tried in Pages, and I think Pages is good, but it just it's quirky, right? I mean, I it think is. we've all been mm-hmm. there. Like, it's very. I just want a heading, <laughs> right. you know, and and it just doesn't seem to, you know, it's not easy to do in in pages. So, um, mm-hmm. I just like Ulysses because it's it's simple. You know, when you're writing, there's not like a a file bar. You know, things don't pop up at you unless you know spell check will occasionally if it if it if you 
miss something, but usually, you know, if it, if it detects an error, it corrects the spelling. It gets it right on the first word. It's, you know, mm-hmm. pretty good about um, getting, you, getting my, my, okay. you do have another question. Awesome. Oh. Okay. Tom Jones. Wow. Ah. Sorry, Katie, to interrupt you. No, you're fine. I thought you had finished. Oh, I'm just rambling on. You <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just, you want to just fill in time. And mute yourself, Tom. You got two. You got Go two ahead, for Tom. the price of one tonight. Uh, and this is yes, Tom Jones. Oh, and my right. wife, hey, Alexander, is here. Yeah, and 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 we we have a question about the Ulysses. Um, I I am using Pages right now, and I do find it very difficult to use because when you're writing, it it kind of jumps all over the place, and you can't really correct and it's it's not a very good editor and a lot of times um at least on the ipad you have to turn the voiceover off in order to get something in there at least i find that how do i import the documents um i don't have ulysses on my on my ipad or my or my imac and if this is an apple product um and if i go into the app store and type ulysses i guess it's spelled u U-L-Y-S-S-E-S. Okay. So when I get it, h- how do I sw- switch my documents that are in pages to Ulysses or should I just, or is this something I just need to start from fresh? So again, what I would do is you can, you know, um, I suggest going into your finder and finding the document that you want and mm-hmm. opening it using the using the, <clears throat> the context menu. And one of the options under that is open with, and that's a submenu. Um, and so you can, you know, open that with your, with your right arrow and down arrow until you hear um, Ulysses. And then you would just activate that and it would, it should open in, in Ulysses that way. Okay. So Ulysses is not, and, and then most of the things I use, at least on my iMac, I will type in text edit. It's just plain text. It's just my files, mm-hmm. and, and but but I can open them, or at least I was opening them up in in Word. If sometimes I, I mean, or the, not Word. I keep saying Pages. If I save save them to a, a Pages file. So what you're saying is, I just go into the App Store and I get this Ulysses, mm-hmm. and then um, open it up, and then um, follow the prompts, and it's a it's a it'll. I guess it's um install itself. Huh? Install itself. Yeah, does it install itself or something I gotta do? Um, so it's it's like <laughs> um, I never heard of this, so uh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's it's a typical Mac install. I um so there's nothing really special about it. You just, you know, uh install it and it and it it installs and you open it. Um and then you you can use it as a word processor, so you could start using it in place of text edit if you wanted to. Um, you don't have to. It's just a. It's kind of a cross between like text edit and, and pages, right? So it's kind of a bridge. Um, right. Very simple terms, right? So text edit is like you know Notepad, or you just want to you know jot some stuff down your your notes, your files, Ulysses. Um, you can, you know, jot those notes down, but also make them look good if you want and put mm-hmm. them in Word later or something like that. So it's it's a really good um, kind of a simple bridge between between the two apps, um, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. Okay. Um, anything else you have? No, that's okay. I, we'll see if they go. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry. No. It took just a minute to unmute. No I, problem. I tried to unmute. 
I had to oh, hand the a, phone to her to get it done. Mate. <laughs> yeah, not a, not a problem, Tom. Uh, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's good to hear you guys again. Absolutely, yeah. glad you could make it. Well, I I I, I talked them into coming because I I they're on they were on my uh, my open tech call last night with my state affiliate, yeah. oh. and I said, "Oh, you guys you guys have an iMac? Have you did you hear about the show?" And they're like, "We saw it." I'm like, "You need to come." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to be notified every month. This is an every month show. It's an every. It's a first and third um, Wednesday of the month show. Cool. First and third Wednesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'll 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 make sure I'll make sure and get the stuff to you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Thank you. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Yep. Definitely. And this is one of the reasons why we're we're doing this show. And I'm I don't mean to step on Tyson's toes. Sorry, Tyson. Mm-hmm. Um, not but, at all. But no, I mean, we, you know, we, we know that there are a lot of, I mean, just like tonight, I learned something new on the Mac, right? And, you know, I've used a Mac for several years. And so, you know, we want this to be a resource sharing type of, of mm-hmm. show and, you know, asking these questions and um, because there's, there's not always a lot out there for the Mac sometimes. So. Yeah. there Yeah. We've, if you look on the, the community calls and, and those type of things, everything's, you know, iOS, Mm-hmm. iPhone, iPad, iPhone, iPad, iPhone, iPad, Jaws, <laughs> right. and and you're like, but wait, there's a, a whole other, a whole other system out there that's like amazingly and and like crazy powerful. Yeah. If you just if you just kind of take the time to learn how to tap into it. Mm-hmm. So, and I saw we got another hand raised. Yes, you do. Phil Jones, would you like to unmute? <laughs> Phil, Please. the other Jones. All right. Got to find that unmute button. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they should be able to unmute themselves. So yeah, I didn't. I, I Maybe didn't he didn't hear that you. When I said so so uh, yeah, Phil. If you're on your rocking chair, Phil, wake up. Mac, if you're on your Mac, it's Command Shift A. I was just going to say that, but you know, even sometimes I don't care what device you have. Sometimes <laughs> it just doesn't want to work. <laughs> I've heard this last update of Zoom that came out yeah, about a week ago. It went a little crazy. Yeah, we're here. We're, yeah. I mean, I'm hearing more and more problems with people unmuting. Mm-hmm. Phil wrote me today with a question, so I, I know he wants to. Phil, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably saying, "I'm here." There he is. There you there are. are, Phil. <laughs> I have a question regarding Zoom webinar. Um, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to I've been, I'm going to be kind of the quote master of ceremonies unquote of uh, the um, Georgia convention, and they will be using webinar now. Um, the version of webinar that I use, um, uh, the problem I run into is when I uh, I can raise and lower my hands and all of that and. Uh, um, but I'm not seeing from the other side. Uh, is that because the version I'm using is outdated, or what's the, what's the reason? You say you're not seeing the other side. Are you talking about the um, the participants? Uh, can you just speak up there, Tyson? I can't understand. Can Can you hear? Is that any better? Yes. Phil, can fine. you hear me? Yeah, we hear you fine. Um, yeah. Morning, Phil. Can. Hmm. So i I know with um, with the Zoom webinar for the for the conventions, if you're going to be the master of ceremonies, you'll be on the panel. And so you'll be able to see, you know, who's there and, and all the attendees. Um, it's possible, you know, when typically if you attend a webinar, you don't see that, you know, you're not able to see who all is there and that's, yeah. that's security right. feature within zoom. But, but because you're going to be the master of ceremonies, 
for Georgia, you, you should be able to see who all is, is at the, at the meeting. And it'll, it's the same commands that you have with the zoom. So, uh, so to see the, to see the list of, of people in the panel, you're going to use the command U, which is the same way to see it in standard zoom. Um, all your raise hand, lower hand, mute, unmute. Those are all the same as in standard zoom. Uh, the only problem I found with, with, uh, webinar and the Mac is the, uh, you cannot, or at least I haven't found it yet, a way to see switch between the panel and the attendees. Yeah. That's why I use it on my iPad. That's I'm why I'm using it. That's why, that's why I try to do it on a, I, I try to use it on a, uh, on a PC right now. Mm-hmm. So are you talking about like a keyboard shortcut to do that? Uh, either keyboard yeah because yeah because there's there's nothing like you can't tell uh, which is which well it 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 just it only lists the panelists right Um, you can't switch between the panelist view and the attendees view as as a host yeah oh oh, okay maybe it's because i haven't been a host but uh no i have been a host a co-host and there's usually a button next to the participants list and it says, you know, number of panelists, and it tells me the number and the number of attendees. And if I click on the attendees one, then it shows me the attendees list. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe we'll have to do some webinar offline uh, testing. I think, I, think, I think we may need to open <laughs> yes. up a practice webinar yeah. session. And yeah, hey, that'd be fun. Around. That would be fun. That'd be, a good, that'd be good to get a good, a good document resource for yes, that as well. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we just, we just, we just gave ourselves work, guys. Right. <laughs> well, sounds good. Um, next time we have a webinar, I will uh, get on there and see what goes on. Great. So well, thank you so well, much. Def- oh, no, definitely, Phil. I'm glad, glad you came in and joined on. I don't know if there's anything, um, like I said, with with Ulysses that I that I didn't cover. Again, I'm not an expert, um, but I, I. I've learned what I've learned and found it really useful. So mm-hmm. hope others have too. And I, I think you did a I think you did a good job. I mean, you taught me a few things that I didn't know it could do. So yeah, it's and, it's cool. And Katie, you were talking earlier about you know since an upgrade, you made you weren't able to you know write a document and and export it to an email directly. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if you heard of Elements. Um, it's across you know it, it's iOS and Mac. Um, and probably, you know, for the iPad as well. And it will understand Markdown and it has the ability to export directly to email. Um, and Good. I used it a couple of times. And the cool thing about having it be for iOS as well, that even on the go, I wrote a quick Markdown thing and sent it out as a nice formatted email. <laughs> it's like, wow, awesome. I can't believe it did this on the go. That's pretty nice. cool. That's cool. Yeah, that might even mm-hmm. be better. Again, there are so many options for these. You know, Ulysses is is just one. There's... Like I said, um, uh, script D and there's, you know, elements that Jason just spoke of. And so, you know, again, this is, this is, as we say, the magic of the Mac, right? You have, you know, three or four different ways to, to accomplish a task or to, you know, get something out there in, in writing and, you know, and we're just scratching the surface, but these are all, and you know, some options that you can use that can really help you be more productive and, you know, frankly, as a person who is blind or maybe has some vision loss, put out stuff that looks good. And I, that's so important, you know, mm-hmm. um, if it's your own files, it's in you know, one thing, who cares, you know, write your own, write your own braille or, you know, whatever we all, we all have our notes, but, but if you're, you know, if you're really wanting to get something out there, 
especially in any any kind of professional setting, you know, again, like a blog or right. or a, a you know, resume or or anything. It's just that visual element is so important. And you mentioned Braille, actually, and I wanted to point out that um, Braille Blaster is a cross-platform Braille translation I love app. Braille Blaster. Yeah, me yeah, too. It's great. It's very neat to have that, and it's, uh, finally. It's, it's the grand cost of free. That's right. So It's an open-source it? platform. Yeah, it's really Tyson, good. you have 10 minutes. Thank you. Uh, so the so the the Braille Blaster is because that's the first time I've heard of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm my so, curiosity um, was like, Arr. yeah. <laughs> so I'll I can start, Jason, or if you want to, sure, go ahead. So Braille Blaster is um, the American Printing House for the Blind. Is um, it's kind of through their shop, um, so you can download it on the Mac or Windows, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Linux but I use, too. If you okay. <laughs> well, that Linux is, that's a whole nother beast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a free program and it's, it's a Braille translator essentially. So, you know, you, you, you don't need, you know, Duxbury or, or whatever. Um, you can get, you know, Braille, Braille ready formatted files um, in Braille Blaster. And I use it all the time for putting stuff on my orbit reader or things like that. So Nice. Would love to would love to know, Jason, um, your thoughts and kind of how you use it. Sure. Um, well, recently, uh, well, actually, no, it's not recent. It's a couple of years ago now. Um, I managed to get a braille em- uh, braille embosser, and then it was just before I got the braille embosser that I discovered Braille Blaster. I had known about it for quite some time, but it seemed like it was a project that had been. Mm, put to rest and then it seemed to be resurrected and and I was so glad because I just I was in a phase where I wanted to be able to get hard copy just like my sighted peers would in an instant could they just hit the print button and go you know, get the paper out of the printer I wanted that functionality because sometimes I just wanted to get information under my fingers without having to use technology um maybe maybe paper is technology but it's a much Mm, I don't know. It's a it's a nice, friendly. I can put it in my pocket and not worry about it getting out of batteries Battery or something dying. like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what prompted the whole thing. And so, oh my I word, what is got, on your lap? I got Braille Blaster going, and um, oh. I set it up with Did the embosser, and I was thrilled I to. I so. Oh, I could have sworn I unmuted. I think we need to mute someone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Deb, Debbie, we can. We my can imagination. Yeah, there's there's somebody unmuted here. Yeah. So um, so not I took, me. It's no, Jessica. it's not. I think we got it. Yep. Oh. Uh, so I I learned as I went, and I learned how to format my my Braille, and and of course they keep updating Braille blasters so that it now knows how to read uh, Word, and I think yeah. it does HTML and some other formats. So even if you don't know how to format your documents, if you already have it well formatted in Word, you can just bring it right into Braille Blaster and your Braille will come out looking beautiful. So uh, Awesome. I like that. So and again, uh, it's, just go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's, it's free. You know, people have put so much into this and it's just a great, a great app mm-hmm. and service that we have. And, and again, you know, you can, like I said, you can create a, a BRF or a BRL file with it or, um, you know, different things if, if that's what you need. And and the Braille 
you know, I mean, it's, it's really good Braille. It's, it's UEB, you know, um, yeah, UEB I've not and... had any issues with it. So, um, nice. Tom, really great I know, I know we have a, we have a hand up. So I think yeah. it's, it's either, it's either Tom or Renee. <laughs> Uh, it's it's Tom and Renee again. Uh, but, uh, first of all, on the Braille Blaster, I hope you'll do a, um, a show on that. I have it. I, I'm overwhelmed. I couldn't figure out how you set it up. That's the first thing. The second thing, back to Ulysses, does you, um, pages, I mean, not pages, uh, the numbers, the, 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 the spreadsheet thing, does Ulysses also have that, that uh, spreadsheet? Because um, I find that that numbers, you know, when you want to, and I have the pencil, but I, I'm not excited enough to use that pencil. I, I have it because I was trying to use it for an art thing that I'm not excited enough for that I tried. <laughs> um, how do you, you know, does it have a, a, a really better accessible um, numbers thing or, you know, spreadsheet, spreadsheet, rather than just the numbers that comes with the uh, iPad or the or the um of the pages it comes with the pages the right it's, it's, right. Part, it's part of the i the old iWorks platform yeah 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 so uh go ahead go ahead ulysses Kim. would not um that i know of support a spreadsheet um because it, it's just isn't right. that i know of again you know meant for it's, that right it's a, it's a text document so i'm curious if it might import it as a table yeah i don't know it'd be interesting again i've yeah. not tried it right exactly because um, you haven't had use for it yeah right so. So, you know, that would, that you would could try it, Renee, and see if it would work, but I, oh, so I don't maybe know. Maybe I could create my own spreadsheet is what you're, what you're thinking. Um, maybe, or if you had one in numbers, you could try to open it with Ulysses. I don't even know if that would be an option. I would, I would yeah, I would give that a try first yeah. to see if it'll import it as a table as opposed right. to a, a spreadsheet. Yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm 99% sure you would not be able to export one as a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I know you're running out of time, but if you could do a show on Braille Blaster, I'll make sure I have it on the Mac. Has someone done but that already? I don't know. I don't believe so. I don't think but, so. Uh, I know we've talked about it on an older right. episode of Main yeah. Menu, but we didn't go through all of its features and setup and things right. like that. And things have changed. We might want to you know, do that again. I think that'd be a good mm -hmm. one. Because we it. also talked about Braille displays, and that might be a... We could yep. I don't want to oh, yeah. thumbs up. I'd like to yeah, because I, yeah, I, I have Braille Blaster. I think I downloaded it on the PC, but when I opened it, it's like, oh my God, I can't figure this out. It's also, sure. also multi-platform in the sense that it can run with the Mac. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. It runs yes. on the Mac and Windows. Mm. So I just have to go to APH and read down. No, no, no. You go to App Store and see if it's in the App Store. No, you, it's, it's from APH, I believe. Yes, yeah. but oh, you okay. go to BrailleBlaster.org is the site, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. 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 Thank you. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. And if, I, and if I download it on the PC, BrailleBlaster.org, no, no, and no, if it's that's, an update, then it will, it will um, go... And, and if I'm correct, because you're downloading it from a third-party site, uh, you're going to have to acknowledge its security. And um, when you go to install it, you're going to get a security warning. Uh, and there's a step-by-step -step process to override that because uh, Apple, Mac, if I'm if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's going to be a, a pop-up that'll say, we can't verify the publisher of this. Yes, and, and I know that was a thing, and I feel like they've maybe addressed it by now, but I could be okay. wrong. Um, it's a pretty simple, just, you know, allow install or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you had to go into the preferences and security and stuff like that and, and click on the program and say, okay, let it go. 
And there is a way that you can bypass that if you use the context menu to open it instead mm -hmm. of just doing command right. O. Okay. Right. That's what um, I do. It'll still warn you, but it'll let you open it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and uh, the context menu is VO Shift M on the oh. Mac. Oh, okay. And the one, the... Um, Lord, what was it I wanted to mention? Something. Oh, there is a user guide for Braille Blaster on the website as well, if if that would be helpful. I believe it's very well formatted because Larry Skukon wrote it, or at least helped write it. <laughs> so it's a very good uh, user guide. Nice. Yeah, a guy who, who did pro words back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's an updated version. If I open it up on my PC and go to updates, it would just automatically update it if there is an update. Actually, version. I would go get it on the Mac now. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. well, all right, guys. We're, it's worth. Right, thank, thank you, you so thank much. You. Thanks, guys. Really. Very welcome. Yeah, you've You're got welcome. a minute. Yep, we got. Yep, we got just a a, a few handful of seconds left. So, um, any final thoughts before we wrap up for another couple of weeks? Well, I think we have some good topics lined up from our from our audience, which is awesome. People want to hear about Braille, and I'm always happy to talk about Braille. So. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I maybe, maybe we can have get somebody from from APH to come in and talk about that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That would be something. Mm -hmm. So it's something to look at. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you two for coming in and uh, again help, helping out. And and I mean, you guys, you guys are the bomb. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> so are you. Right. It's always a good time. All right. Yep. I, I, I'm telling you, I love, I love this this hour. Yeah, so, it goes by right. so fast. It does. Time flies yeah. when you're having fun. <laughs> right. So, yes. um, anyways, for uh, for Jason and Katie, thank you to Cindy for uh, running the board for us. Thank you to Debbie for connecting us up to ACB Community yeah. and for all of you out there listening. Um, we appreciate it very much. We love to do this for you guys, and we'll see you again in two weeks. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.